Good afternoon. Hope you're having an awesome day thus far. You know, there's so much that can be said on the cusp of Yom Kippur that it feels like anything said will simply fall short. Nevertheless, something is better than nothing. However, let's try to deal with the whole day. We'll tackle the beginning and the end, and then you can fill in the middle. Let's try to give perspective of the bookends of Yom Kippur, how the day opens and how it closes, starting with Kol Nidre and then ending with Ni'ilah. Now, the question is famously asked by Kol Nidre, and I'm sure you've asked it before. Sure, it's a beautiful melody, haunting, deeply penetrating. But when one looks at the words, it's pretty surprising that the entire opening scene of Yom Kippur is about annulling our vows. It's not exactly exactly what we would expect to see, knowing that this is the Day of Atonement, of Tshuva. So what's up with that? And if we table that for a second and go to the other end of Yom Kippur, the end of the day, for that unique tefillah called Ne'ilah, which means closed or locked, it's typically understood in the metaphoric ways of to say the gates of heavens are closing, so get in your last words before it's too late. But perhaps there's a completely different and deeper way to look at the whole process. Starting with Kol Nidre. You know, we null our vows, a process that reminds us that we say lots of things, make lots of promises, resolutions, and commitments, and sadly, we look back on the year often and we do not live up to our words. As such, one can't begin the start of a new process unless one believes that what they say will match what they do. You know, we all remember that in the olden days, when a person said, you have my word on it, you didn't need a contract or proof or follow-up, you had their word, and a person used to be good for their word. That's what words are supposed to represent, not only for others, but for ourselves. You know, lying to others, that's wrong, but lying to ourselves, that's tragic. And so we start the day by saying, my words matter. This is really important. Your words have to matter. And then over the course of the day, we work through the process of sincere reflection, introspection, inner judgment, facing the demons and mistakes that we've all made, as we all do. And then comes Ne'ila, and God says, okay, listen. Now you've told me the things you've done wrong. I've listened to those words. And Yashar Koach, I'm being honest with yourself. But now I want to hear, what are you going to do about it? No, what are we, you and I, going to do about it? What have you decided for the year ahead that you would like to truly work on, aspire to be? And let's work together on that. To not just be an Omer, one who speaks, but an Omer Va'ose, one who speaks and then does. You've understood that what you are about to say is important. You've spent the day working on what you want, and now as you stand at the end of Yom Kippur, your goal should be to not only say what you mean for the year ahead, but more importantly for you to also mean what you say. And once you reach that state of honesty, Ne'ilah is a time that the gate closes. But the Lubavitcher Rebbe explains the gates aren't closing on you, they're closing behind you. Ne'ilah is a time that Hashem says, come a little closer, you know what? Let's close the door. Spend some time, just me and you. And for a few minutes, that's all it'll take. If you were standing there with the door closed and in a room with just you and your Creator, our Avinu Shabashamayim, our loving Father in Heaven, who only wants what's best for you and to help you get there, if you were just sitting with Him and no one could come in and interrupt, what would you say to Hashem at that moment? The gates are closed. You really mean what you say, and He really trusts what you say. So what would that conversation look like? That moment of intimate communication with God, of honest communication, where not only God trusts your words, but you do too. Those words are the goal, the fruit, the culmination of the entire process leading up to Yom Kippur. And to put it in the context of our series over the past week, the truth is that after we've clarified our vision, understood what we need to do, how we have to do it, the strength and commitment we need, the surroundings and friends that we need for support, and that we have to take action Hayom today, our simple request, our simple prayer to God is, you know, it's not easy, but I can do it if you help me. 
Because if you remember from Aladdin, when the genie comes out of the bottle, the refrain of the song is, you ain't never had a friend like me. And in reality, that is how we're meant to view our relationship with God, a true friend we communicate with, that we're honest with. A true friend is one who doesn't judge us to beat us down, but listens to us in order to do everything in his power to help us. That, my friend, is the deepest relationship that we're meant to have with Hashem. The journey from Rosh Hashanah to Tim Kippur is from what we want to what we need to do to get there. The journey from the Kol Nidre to Ne'ila is about how we can honestly communicate and work with God, our best friend in the entire world, who in fact created and can do anything in the world, and making sure we spend a few minutes together speaking the most honest, heartfelt words from the deepest place within. And then remember, as Carl Jung said, you are what you do, not what you say you'll do. So Hevra, just want to end with a bracha and use our words over the next 25 hours. May you find the path to articulate those words as the day closes, words that are honest, words that come not from the mouth, but from the heart. And may you stay true to those words and may Hashem help you do that, fulfill it and become those words. And on that note, wishing you a gemar chasimatova, wishing you the most meaningful fast. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.